This is Daily Devotions Best Of with Pastor Tim Dodson from JF Believers Church. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting jfbelievers.com. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 6. Something that started as a good idea at the time, herein soon became merely ritual and regulation. It happens, even with the best of intentions, even in our day. The Pharisees, no doubt, had begun with the right motives. I mean, this was the law of Moses, after all. But somewhere along the way, they lost the spirit of the law in lieu of the letter of the law. Now, we might easily find fault in them if we could avoid a mirror. For the Gentile Protestant Church today has fallen prey to this same vice of men. After all, it is always an easy slide into legalism. Human nature seems to want to boil our faith down to a set of rules, number them, and then bind them all up into a multi-volume set to be issued to every man on earth in a neat square box. The Jews have certainly done this with the establishment of the Talmud, the commentary and the oral traditions concerning the books of Moses, which have in themselves become the new and expanded law. Within these volumes are often painfully detailed rules that have frankly lost all of their original meaning and purpose. So is there a balance or a fundamental understanding we are missing herein? And if so, where is it and what is it? Beginning in verse 1, we read, Now on the second Sabbath after the first, he, being Jesus, was going through the grain fields. His disciples plucked the heads of grain and ate, rubbing them in their hands. But some of the Pharisees said to them, Why do you do that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day? Now the apostles here were seemingly just minding their own business, but the world is always minding ours. We must realize that just like with Christ, the world is always watching us as believers to see us succeed or to see us fail. Either way, they are always watching. The religious leaders in the day of Christ, well, they were nervous. Who is this guy? Where did he come from? And even more importantly, where is he going? So they followed and they watched. And they watched and they followed. And on this particular day, they found the boys walking through the grain fields, engaging in a very natural and legal practice of gleaning the grain that remained after the harvest. They rubbed the chaff off of the grain and they ate. Such seems innocent enough, or at least one would think. You see, to the Pharisees, Jesus and his entourage weren't just eating. No, they were harvesting. And furthermore, they were doing it on the Sabbath. Working on God's day. Hmm. There are rules. There are rules about that stuff. Verse 3 says, Jesus answered them and said, Haven't you read where David did, uh, what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him? How he entered into God's house and took and ate the showbread and gave also to those who were with him, 
which is not lawful to eat except for the priests alone. He said to them, verse 5, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. I think many of our problems begin with not knowing the whole of Scripture. However, Jesus knew the Word, and God never fails to cover himself on every issue. The story that Jesus presented here as a defense of his actions was one from the Old Testament when a similar incident took place with David and the temple. And Jesus was leading the religious right back into the point of the rule in the first place to glorify our Lord. That's what all of it is about, from Genesis to Revelation, to glorify our Lord. Now the directions, the laws that were given were to lead us into that worshipful state, not with words, but with our very lives and how we live them out. So the bottom line today is, where is your heart? Verse 6 says, It also happened on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man there, and his right hand was withered. The scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath that they might find an accusation against him. Now here again, the Pharisees were watching Jesus. No, not to learn and to seek God, but in order to bring him down. They no doubt figured if they waited and watched long enough, they could catch him breaking the laws as they understood them, and then they could put an end to this Messiah, quote-unquote. Because, you see, the punishment for breaking these kind of rules was, of course, death. In this case, there was a definite need on the table. But, of course, that was secondary at best to these guys. In fact, it probably was not even given a second thought. Their rules had become more important than the spirits behind the rules. The meaning, you see, was gone. Lost in stubborn hearts, they were no longer aware of the need in front of them, however graphic. Verse 8 says, But he knew their thoughts, and he stood to the man who had withered hand, and said, Rise up and stand in the middle. He arose and stood. Verse 9 says, Then Jesus said to them, I will ask you something. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm? To save a life or to kill? Now, Jesus, of course, being deity, he knew the thoughts of those who were there to accuse him. And the man, well, he did the right thing. He stood with Jesus. Jesus, when dealing with these accusers, did what he often did when witnessing to men. He led them to a point where they could condemn themselves, and when they would condemn themselves. Jesus asked them, in their opinion, what should be done? What should be done on the Sabbath? Good? Saving life? Or evil and destruction? Of course, the answer is the former though no answer was forthcoming from those who were there to accuse him. The answer, however correct it might be, would therein render them guilty. Verse 10 goes on, He looked around at them all, and he said to them, Stretch out your hand. And he did, and his hand was restored as sound as the other. But they were filled with rage, and talked with one another about what they might do to Jesus. 
Although they could not dispute his defense nor his logic, their anger was still not subdued. For Jesus, and not to be denied, he healed the man as he had come to do. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music